What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to After Hour Tea. Um, So today I'm going to be starting with Salt Lake City. Um, I have a few um, interviews to share with you, so let's dive right in. So I have a recent interview that Jen Shaw did with Pop Culture um, post-reunion filming where she kind of shared an update on her relationship, her current relationship status uh, with her husband, Sharif, Coach Shaw, as we know him. And she said, we are doing great. We're still navigating through, just trying to spend more time together. Obviously, COVID kind of changed a lot of things for people. So we've been able to spend a lot more time together because obviously the football season was changed drastically. And so we've been able to spend a lot more time together. Um, She also continued by saying, we're doing really good. And he's my biggest supporter and my rock through everything. So I couldn't ask for anybody better to go through this journey with me than him. Um... Yes, and then she insisted, sorry, she insisted that the two are indeed in a great place, and then she also opened up about her future accomplishments, saying, I think what's next for Jen Shaw is continuing to break not glass ceilings, but concrete walls, and continuing to do just the unexpected. I mean, I'm definitely, if you know me and kind of my brand, I'm all about being a voice and a platform for the groups that are marginalized, and so I love it when people that they're not expecting people like me or marginalized groups to just kick ass. And that's basically what Jen Shaw is going to do. And I'm bringing everyone along for the ride. Sounds good to me. Hopefully she has a better season two than she did season one. Um, as far as my opinion on her and Coach Shaw's relationship, um, you know, I thought going into I thought going into this season kind of... Um, seeing how Jen was with her husband and how he's not there as much. Something I noticed right off the bat was that there was a disconnect there. However, um, when we had that, I think the breakthrough for me was also the breakthrough for Jen where she had that sit down conversation with Sharif and he admitted his faults and just said, I'm going to try and work on that better. I mean, what more could you ask for in a relationship? I mean, come on. I mean, that's just great. So I, I wish them well. I hope that everything is going okay. And I'm glad to hear that. Um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that they got to spend more time with each other. So moving on from that interview, I have an interview with uh, Meredith that she did with Hollywood Life. And um, this was an interview that she did um, prior to the airing of the reunions. But I wanted to kind of share it with you guys now after we've seen the reunions, hopefully, so we can kind of know what she's talking about because this was kind of like a teaser although i mean now that the reunions have aired you know we know everything so um basically what meredith had had to say was this is her quote uh well i think what everybody already knows is that it was very long we were there for a very long time and she continued by saying it was definitely intense there was a lot to cover there was a lot that went on last winter and um she said i personally do not feel that a lot of things got resolved Um, Some did and some did not. She also continued by saying, there's definitely a lot more resolution needed, not just for me, but I think not to speak for anyone else, but for my point of view, it's not just me who has, who still has outstanding issues that need resolution. I think most of the ladies probably do. Um, And then when asked if the reunion has left the cast divided, Meredith responded by saying, I don't know if I'd say that if there's any clear division, there are definitely people who are closer friends than others. Uh, But it's not like, oh, this half is on one side and that half is on another. But I would say that there are individual issues between a multitude of the women. Yeah, I mean, she said it pretty good. I I don't 
I, I like I said this in my Salt Lake City reaction. I still don't feel like Meredith really resolved much. I mean, she didn't talk that much, so I don't see. There was still a lot left to be said. I think I I definitely had unanswered questions, and so I guess maybe we're just gonna have to wait till season two. Um, to see how these relationships repair from these fractures. I don't really know. But um, all I can say is I do agree with Meredith that, um, yeah, things things were left undone for sure. All right, so in another interview I have with Lisa um, that she did with Page Six. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry, it's not Page Six. Um, she appeared on the an episode of the Lady Gang podcast on Podcast One with Kelty Knight, Jack Vanek, and Becca Tobin. And, um, she was saying that it's completely silly to think that she'd be afraid of Jen Shaw. Um, she said, like, that's silly. Um, I didn't know it was serious for some people, but I was like, okay, that's ridiculous. Like, unless you're Ted Bundy or Charlie Manson or Dahmer, I'm okay. I mean, do I really seem like I'm afraid of Jen Shaw? Um, probably not. So I'm like, why are we having a conversation about, literally, I kept dismissing it. I'm like, why are we talking about who's afraid of Jen Shaw? Um, she also added saying, I think Jen and I weren't as close when we started filming, but I've grown to like super love Jen. Um, uh, I don't, for some reason, I don't push her buttons, but I think other girls do. And I have the most direct, like hard hitting conversations with Jen and she just doesn't react to me the same way she does with the other girls. See, here's my thing here. Like, I, I just don't, um, I, I don't know. It's so weird to me that she's so buddy buddy with her and it's like. I don't even... Okay, so let's backtrack here. So, um, because she was saying, why are we having a conversation about who's afraid of Jen Shaw? I I don't think... The the reason that it was even brought up was because Jen's actions this season were, you know, were troubling. I mean, let's be real. Like, they were just... It's not normal behavior. So, and when I, I think when they mean afraid, they don't mean, like, fearful afraidness, but I think they mean afraid for her, you know? Not like, afraid of her, but afraid for her, and I think in talking about it, you know, having a conversation about it, that was what opened up the other ladies to then have a sit-down talk with her and say, look, I think there's something wrong here with you, because every time we talk about XYZ, you go off, so I I think that was why the, the conversation got rolling, I don't really think it was just, like, you know, a matter of what's relevant and what's not, I mean, it, it clearly was relevant, and, um, let me see if I can respond to something else she said here. Um, I mean, I really... Because she said that she feels that she's the most direct with Jen. Um, I feel like the ladies have been pretty direct with her this season. Honestly, Jen had a really shitty year with these women. So I personally feel like, you know, Lisa is not any different from anybody else. She's just She's just not holding... Jen as accountable as the other women are. The other women are holding her accountable for the things she said and the actions that she, you know, that, her actions. Whereas Lisa is kind of just like, well, she didn't kill anybody, so why are we freaking out? It's like, okay, some, I, I'm sorry, but something's going to happen between her and Lisa, and then Lisa will kind of wake up and be like, oh my god, yeah, and so on the receiving end of it, it, it doesn't look too good. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll have to kind of wait and see. But I did think it was like an unlikely ally type situation with Lisa. So I don't know if maybe she just feels that Jen is being singled out when in reality she's really just um, being held accountable. Uh, well, that's all I have for Salt Lake City for now. And um, 
I mean, last time I said that you probably wouldn't hear from OC because they were filming. So um, I don't want to say that you won't hear anything from Salt Lake City right now. Um, if new details emerge, I will share them on here. Best believe it. So um, with that being said, um, let's move on to Real Housewives of Dallas. So last week, um, Brandy kind of hinted that she may be leaving um, the Real Housewives of Dallas. Um, just a week after welcoming her fourth child. And um, she shared a photo on Instagram on Sunday and wrote a lengthy caption. And so I'll read the caption for you right now. So she said, um, Today I pray that life brings each of you happiness and and in prayer, John 10, 28, um, kept calling me. Um, she And then she referenced a passage from the Bible, um, which I could kind of skip over. But she said, We are worth happiness, grace, love, compassion, and so much more. Stay strong and believe in yourself because God always believes in you and is with you. I also want to thank you all for being a part um, of my journey these past few years. I have loved sharing my life with you, but sometimes things come to an end. The best kind of ends are happy ending, and I choose happiness. Sending you all my love and prayers. Um, so that kind of sent all of the Housewives fan pages, you know, on Instagram. It kind of sent them amok because at, then everybody was posting brandy announces her exit brandy announces her exit and to be honest it's really weird because um not a lot of housewives announced their departure mid-season like that while it's still airing so it, it, it was kind of raising from some red flags across the bravo housewives community so i did a little bit of digging and apparently it has not been confirmed um and but there were co-stars on of Dallas, you know, that were commenting on her post. So I, Stephanie, I saw said, I love you so much and you deserve to be happy. And then Carrie wrote on there and said, Brandy, I love you so much. You have my support on whatever you decide. Lucky to have you as a real friend. And then Deandra also added, love you. May God continue to bless you and your family. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have a source that told us weekly that she is still very much a part of the show. Um, and yeah, I mean, they say Brandy is still very much part of the show. Uh, while she is contemplating leaving, nothing has been confirmed. Uh, so I guess you heard it here. Um, it's not officially confirmed yet, um, but I will let you guys know if it is confirmed later on. So I have some crossover um, uh, New Jersey-Dallas drama, um, or just um, an opinion that Margaret and Dolores had on the um, Dallas drama. Um, so Margaret uh, was recently on the Everything Iconic podcast, Everything Iconic podcast with Danny Pellegrino. Um, and she said, um, I like this Tiffany Moon. She stirs, stuff, she stirs up stuff. She's funny. She's very funny. And I enjoy her. I think they're being a little hard on Deandra. I don't like Carrie. <laughs> I don't like what she's doing to Deandra. Being my honest self, right? We didn't like the way Carrie was treating Deandra. Uh, and then Dolores also chimed in and agreed with Margaret and said, we don't like that no one was sticking up for her. Like she was trying to do something nice for someone. Um, referring to the birthday party that Deandra hosted for Brandy. Um, and they made fun of her the whole time and they made her, they made her feel awkward. You know, that's not nice. Um, and then she also, or I'm sorry, Margaret and Dolores also slammed the rest of the cast for not standing up for Deandra saying, I don't like that nonsense is what Margaret said. Deandra needs someone to stand up for her. I was like, someone stand up for this girl. If Dolores and I were there, we'd be telling Carrie, sit down. Uh, she might look good in a bathing suit, but that means shit. Um, without diving too much into this, because I will save my opinions for my Dallas reaction, I just want to say I do agree with Margaret and Dolores. I do think that they were being a little too harsh on Deandra, but I will get into that with my Dallas reaction. 
So to circle back to um, Brandy's post that kind of hinted at her departure, um, Stephanie also chimed in addressing speculation about Brandy's marriage and rumors about her leaving um, Dallas. So it, I, you know, it all began when Brandy kind of hinted that she was leaving, and then um, there was, <laughs> I guess there was a gossip site called All About uh, the Real Housewives. Um, they suggested via their Instagram page that Brandy's statement was tied to a blind gossip item um, about um, her husband having an affair. And so Stephanie shut down that speculation that Brian was unfaithful to his wife of 18 years. Her, him, him and Brandy have been married for 18 years. So um, Stephanie shut it down by saying, I can confirm that this is 100% not true. These types of far-fetched rumors can really hurt people and destroy families. Um, this girl has been through hell and back this past year, and I cannot speak out on this. She has lost her mother-in-law in a tragic accident with her daughter in the car, witnessing her grandmother's death, uh, referring to her nine-year-old. Um, that was a terrible thing that she went through, by the way. Um, she also added saying, being there for her injured daughter after the accident while holding it together for her husband and children, the unexpected news of her pregnancy and now being a mom of four with a newborn trying to juggle filming. It's a lot to, it's a lot of anyone to take. Uh, Brian is a good man and loves his family very much. They don't deserve the stuff I have seen online today. And then Cameron, uh, thanks Stephanie for coming to Brandy's defense and wrote, thank you for spreading the truth. Brandy truly has been through so much and she deserves all the happiness right now. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, I, you know, I don't, nothing is confirmed with her departure. And then, yeah, I mean, I, obviously nothing's going on with her husband because Stephanie is her best friend and she shut that down real quick. So I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see. Um, it's all speculation at this point. So moving on from Dallas over to Beverly Hills, I don't have much for Beverly Hills because um, they haven't really started doing press yet. Um, however, I do have an interview that I found um, that Paris Hilton did with iHeartRadio, and you're probably wondering what this has to do with Real Housewives, but if you didn't already know, um, Paris Hilton's mom, Kathy Hilton, who is also Kyle Richards' sister, uh, will be joining this season as a friend, um, and I've heard that she's featured in almost every episode, kind of similar to Sutton, so um, this will be Kathy's TV debut, um, which is kind of cool. Um, because we've seen Kyle's relationship with Kim, obviously, over the years, but now we will probably see her relationship with Ka um, or with Kathy more more so on TV. So, um, anyways, with that being said, um, so Paris is reacting to her mother Kathy joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and um, so yeah, it was it's um, she was basically doing a um, like a teaser clip on iHeartRadio, whatever. And um, she was asked what she thinks about her mom joining the cast of Beverly Hills. And she said, I don't know what to think. Um, I haven't watched that show actually in a while. I used to watch it in the beginning because, the, um, in the, but I'm sorry, I used to watch it in the beginning, but then it's so much drama. Um, I agree. Sorry. Um, she also continued by saying, I feel like those types of shows feed off of that and they want everyone to fight and they love the drama. Sorry. In a way, yeah, I mean, she's right. Uh, she also said, I just don't want my mom having to argue with people on national television. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> uh, that was pretty much all she had said. Um, but um, piggybacking off of Kathy joining. Um, sorry, I don't know why I can't speak. Piggybacking off of Kathy joining the Housewives for the upcoming season. I also have another interview um, that Teddy, former cast member Teddy, did with um, Here's the Right Here the Right Reasons podcast, um, where she was kind of talking about Kathy, and she said, um, uh, 
well, this was just kind of a general interview, but she added Kathy in there. She said, I have to see what happens. I had already said on another podcast, I'm not watching any of that Real Housewives show until I get like a new TV job. Um, but then I just saw the trailer for Real Housewives of New Jersey and I'm like, wow, I have to go back. Yeah, it's kind of addicting. I know. <laughs> I agree with Teddy there. Uh, she also revealed how she feels, obviously, about Kathy joining the cast as a friend of this season. And she said, um, Kathy is hilarious. I can't wait to see her. Uh, she's going to be TV gold. She's so funny. She lights up the screen. Um, it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, she also commented kind of, or she said she believed that it will be interesting to see Erica's divorce from Tom on the show. And she said, of course, there's that original point of like, wow, did this really happen? That was a lot to go on in 2020. Um, and then she added that her three children and husband Edwin are happy to have her more at home, more time with her at home following her departure from Beverly Hills. She said, my husband and I wanted to go out and um, go out to an outdoor di dinner alone without our kids on Valentine's Day because outdoor dining opened up for us. And my kids sobbed. They were like, no, they've gotten really attached. Um, she also explained um, that she doesn't know if she could have been in, in it to win it if she filmed a season of Beverly Hills amid the pandemic uh, when her kids really needed her. Uh, she said, we were in a really transitional time. Dove had neurosurgery. There's just so much going on that even I was, even if I was there, it felt better not to be. And she added, I still talk to 90% of the women. I have real relationships with them. Um, there are moments where you're like, oh, that was so funny. That sounds fun. And you remember the good times, but it's like a bad relationship. You remember the good times and sometimes you forget all those times he cheated on you or you did this. Um, I've said this before. I don't, I don't love Teddy on the show. I don't feel like she's that interesting, to be honest. I, I do think she's a little boring. Um, but yeah, obviously I wish her the best and hope she's doing okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, props to her for shedding some light on the upcoming season and not hating on it. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much all I have from Beverly Hills. Um, and I don't really have much from for Orange County either. Um, and sadly, I do not have any true and confirmed casting updates for you guys. Um, I was sent a post by a friend of mine on Instagram, um, but it's, I've, it says on the post that it's confirmed to not be true, um, by Dave Quinn from people. Um, and it was like a text. It was on, it was just like a text, um, on a post. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know the context of the whole text message here, but the text message on the post said, same friend also works at Bravo. Um, Real Housewives of Orange County shakeup is coming. Kelly, Bronwyn, Emily, and Elizabeth are out. Tamara will be back. Heather and Alexis said no. They're trying to get Gretchen and her rich Newport friends on, but Gretchen won't return if Tamara's still on the show. Anon, please. Um, I usually... I, I mean, I th these usually just aren't true, but yeah, this says unconfirmed, and then, like, if you scroll a little bit, it says not true. And then, like, all these people in the comments are saying it's not true. So... I'm not judging by that. Um, I, I don't, I, I honestly, like, I have no idea what the, what the shakeup is going to be. Um, I don't even want to make guesses anymore. Cause I don't even, I, I don't, I don't know what direction they're going to head because last season when they, when they booted Tamara and when they booted Vicky or when they tried to demote them, they said that they were heading in a new direction for Orange County. And this was the direction they chose and it was not well received by by audience members so now they're saying we're going into a whole reboot mode so i don't know if that means that they're bringing back legacy cast members or if that means that they're um hiring all new people i really don't know 
I don't know what their direction is for Orange County, and I don't know, I don't know what they were doing to be honest. Because, you know, you look at these other legacy, or I'm sorry, not legacy. You look at these other franchises across the board. They've had legacy cast members on for a long time. I mean, look at New Jersey, how successful that is. That's a great group of friends right there. And I think that they kind of demolished that with Orange County in a way by taking off the original members. Um, had they kept Shannon, Tamara, and Vicky on, um, and I know I don't really like Shannon, I've told you guys that before. If they were to keep those three on, I honestly feel like they would still have a pretty good show. Only because, now hear me out, those are three legacy cast members on that show. They were the longest running on that show for, for a while. And so having them on and then hiring a couple new people would have been okay, you know, if they would have hired people that are closer to that friend group. But what they did was they took all these these new people and they just brought them in, or not new, but like, you know, they brought in one new cast member and then got rid of, you know, old cast members. So honestly, I just feel like it was bad. I don't know what direction they were heading in, but um, hopefully they're heading in a better one. I mean... I just don't know what to expect. But anyways, um, everybody was kind of going off when, like, you know, internet was blowing up when when those rumors were swirling, basically. Um, And so I guess Kelly Dodd was kind of shutting down rumors that she had been fired, claiming that she will be back next season. Um, This was on Twitter. She said, it's actually kind of funny. I've heard these rumors every year for the last five years. Looking forward to my sixth season. Hashtag RHOC 16. So, um... I guess that's confirming that she's back. Um, I don't really know. Um, like I said, this is just so weird. Like, they're they're not usually by now we would know because the reunion has has since been. I mean, it's aired for a while. We should know by now because I'm sure they've started filming. Unless they're they're super delaying, but um, I, I really don't know. And Orange County is um, not going through that as many restrictive COVID guidelines right now, so I I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, guys, I say this every week, but I will update you guys as I know more information. I wish I had more, but I don't. So with that being said, moving on from Orange County, I'm going to close off today with New Jersey. Um, there is so many press and, and interviews, um, like there's so much press and interviews going on right now with New Jersey and they're all talking about the feud between, um, Jackie and Teresa And um, I've decided I'll bring it up with you guys next week because next week I will be doing my New Jersey reaction for episodes one, two, and three combined. So after that, after I share my opinion on that, then I will bring in these articles and share them with you guys. Um, But I I have so many articles. And so I will go through those all next week with you guys. So just look forward to that. So with that being said, I do have a recent appearance that Jennifer did on uh, the Rumor Mill podcast. Uh, where she opened up about the off-camera moment she had with Danielle that led to the demise of their relationship. Um, So if you guys remember, it was kind of alluded to last season um, that they had an off-camera, you know, situation. And so she's talking about that here. Uh, She revealed that she had learned from a stylist that Danielle's real name was Beverly, uh, which she ended up asking Danielle about um, her former alias. Uh, So this is what Jennifer had to say. We were talking and I brought it up, something had happened, and she said, oh, now you know everything about me. And I turned around with my silly, charming self. I was like, I didn't know your real name was Beverly. And um, and she said, and her face turned stone cold, looked at me and said, who told you that? When I told her you, who told me, she took out her phone. She started voice texting, you piece of shit, send, 
motherfucker, send. I was like, what did I do? I didn't know it was a secret. Uh, She also continued by saying, the way she just jumped down my throat, I felt it was a very hostile and aggressive situation. Uh, She also added saying, I was just dumbfounded because I'm like, there are no cameras rolling. There's nobody here to protect me. And then she was like, that was the name my mother used to call me when I was raped. I got the memo at that point that she has triggers and trauma that maybe can make her a dangerous person. And I knew I wanted nothing to do with her. Um, yeah, so that's kind of crazy. I mean, we all know that Danielle's kind of crazy. I mean, it's not a surprise that she's not on the show anymore. I think she's just, I think she's a little crazy, to be honest. I, I, don't, I hate to say that, but she's a little crazy sometimes. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Jennifer's crazy, but not to the level that Danielle is. Um, so Jennifer also did another interview with, um, reality um with Derek z um where she says she's not an alcoholic despite the accusations that she is one during the upcoming season uh her quote says i'm not an alcoholic that i actually am a social drinker and i only drink when i socialize and everybody has to take it into consideration that we're coming off a pandemic i haven't socialized in months so if my tolerance was non-existent before like p.s i'm a cheap date um she said Sorry, it went away. Um, it got the best of me in some instances, but I was really just trying to let loose. Uh, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of stress at home. I'm homeschooling five children. I have no housekeeper, no nanny, and a babysitter that comes sporadically and tells me she can't come half of the time. Uh, she continued by saying, so I'm spread very thin and I'm also dealing with my parents' situation. So if I'm going to a party and I haven't been out in six months, you can bet your ass I'm going to drink and have a good time. I don't really think that Jen, Jen is an alcoholic. I mean, I, this... This alcoholic term, like, honestly means nothing anymore in the housewives world because (laughs) these women, like, I mean, one time, like, a housewife will get drunk at a party and they'll just call her an alcoholic. I mean, if we're looking at the real, the only true, you know, alcoholic in my eyes that I can remember off the top of my head that truly had issues was Kim Richards on Beverly Hills. I don't feel like Luann was an alcoholic. I don't feel like Dorinda was an alcoholic. There's so many people, like, I don't feel like... I maybe Shannon's an alcoholic, but like, here's the thing, guys, this term is getting thrown around so much across this franchise. And unless somebody comes out, I mean, Bronwyn, yeah, I mean, she definitely has an issue um, from Orange County. But yeah, I'm just like this, this term alcoholic is like not even it doesn't even hold precedence anymore because like they just use it so much whenever a housewife just gets belligerent drunk. It's like so they get belligerent drunk once or twice. Who cares? That doesn't mean they're an alcoholic. I mean, we got to there are people out there that are struggling with alcoholism. So it's a little offensive, you know, to those people. So we have to protect those people, you know? (laughs) Well, my friends, uh, we have reached the end of after RT. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, here is your flash filming update for you guys. Uh, Atlanta is still airing Sundays. Uh, Beverly Hills has wrapped, uh, filming and we're still waiting for their trailer. Dallas is still airing on Tuesdays. If you watch them, you can see that. Uh, New Jersey has started again, and it is Wednesday nights at nine for me, at least. Um, New York has wrapped filming. Orange County has not yet started filming, so I am aware of. Um, Real Housewives of Potomac is filming, and Salt Lake City is filming. Um, as always, if you guys have any questions, you can reach out to me, and if you find any tea, please send it to me so I can talk about it. Um, but yeah, until next time, um, stay tuned, and I will talk to you guys soon. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.